Tonight on Rogue Padron, Count Do Who? Sifodius wants to Mount Dooku. <laughs> Yoda treats his Padawans like poo poo. The Jedi Order makes him blue too. Darth Tyrannus is the manus. Woohoo. Anakin says, Count Dooku, screw you. I already hate this episode. So <laughs> I want much. everyone to Meg, know. Those were brilliant. I did not write those. <laughs> this is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six, standing by. Rogue Seven, standing by. Rogue Three, standing by. Yeah, you guys gotta get weird with this one. So many balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was so boaty. <laughs> Excuse me, that's Brigadier General Melbar. Yeah, there's, there's two Darth Vaders. They, they kind of swap in and out as Natalie Portman and Anakin Skywalker. Pepperoncini! <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh no. Okay. I know this is not intended, uh, Danny, but Manus is like slang for idiot in New Zealand, so we call someone a Manus if they're being a, a, an idiot. I was about to swear. Um, you can swear on this show. And We're yeah. on your network, so. Oh yeah, I'm allowed to swear now when, when someone's being a dickhead. Um <laughs> 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 and it's true because Darth Tyrannus is a jerk. Yeah, he's a Darth. So yeah. Okay, hello, listeners. Welcome to season thirteen, mission five, episode one hundred and five of Rogue Padron. Hopefully, you are actually listening to this episode because we're trying a different way to record, and we really hope that it works. I mean, I'm still running the call recorder as a backup, so yeah. we'll, who knows? <laughs> we're not going to lose. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Tonight, we'll be talking about Count Dooku, his whole life minus the Clone Wars, because that's too much. <laughs> but, but before that, here's a quick reminder of your hosts. If Heath Rogue 3 was a prequel meme, he'd be Palpatine saying, I love democracy, as he tweets furiously <laughs> about the American government. <laughs> yes. Sav Rogue Seven would be Mace Windu saying, sit the fuck down, young Skywalker, because she puts dumbasses in fandom in their place. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Danny, Rogue Six, would be the Obi-Wan popping up saying, hello there, because he constantly surprises us with all the things he randomly knows about. <laughs> yes. And I'm Meg. I feel like a lot of people had that response to when you like talked about K-pop and they're like, Danny likes K-pop? What? What is going on? I know a lot of, or I know a little about a lot of things, thanks to a certain podcast. <laughs> and I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be Obi-Wan, look at all the fucks I give Anakin, except in the opposite way, because there are actually a lot of fucks. <laughs> That's the best prequel meme. It truly is. All right. Uh, because Danny is actually going to be leading this Dooku discussion... I get to ask a Star Wars question a, today. A Dooku scussion, you might say. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> a Duke scussion. Nope. Aww, no. No. I would rather die. <laughs> okay, we could talk about Zero the Hut if you want. <laughs> 
let's talk about <laughs> the Duke discussion or whatever you said. <laughs> it's all bad. I hate it. <laughs> no, but before then, I have a Star Wars question for you. And because I get to have the Star Wars question, it's going to be about dads. Woo! So I actually got to guest on the Skyhoppers podcast last week, and we talked about Star Wars dads. So my question for the rogues is, what is the piece of dad advice that you learned from Star Wars? Don't have kids with someone because they'll die. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, d- don't have <laughs> good advice. <laughs> Wait, the kids will die or the someone will die? The, the mother will die. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's wise. I mean, if the goal's kids, then... Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe the kid will die too in the case of the Ursos. Yikes. <laughs> I think I learned don't have kids because they'll end up being a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Which no disappointment in particular chest. are you thinking of? <laughs> Just all of them. <laughs> I see. God. This is a bad question. This was a bad We question. are what they grow beyond. We are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Heath gets a pass. Damn, Which Heath. is fine, because he's the only one here who's, like, gonna be a dad, so. <laughs> In the immediate future. <laughs> yeah, I could say I'm not gonna be a dad anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, my dad lesson is to just make a miniaturized version of yourself is really just the best kind of child. <laughs> is it Palpatine? No, Jango it's Fett. Jango Fett. Oh, duh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't think of that. We literally watched that movie. We literally Jango's watched a pretty it. good dad. I appreciated your in-depth discussion about Jango Fett as a dad on the <laughs> Skyhoppers podcast episode that you recorded. <laughs> <laughs> we sure forgot to talk about Jango Fett, which is fine because we talked about Jango Fett on the on our Rogue Padron Attack of the Clones commentary. It was a true crossover. So... Hey, listeners, listen to that if you want some dad talk. <laughs> Specifically dad just about talk. Django Fett. Yeah, but he's a good dad. He tries his best. He does try his best. That's what I learned from Star Wars is you try your best even if it is bad. <laughs> yep. Just, just yeah. try. Oh, yeah. So maybe what I learned is just make an exact copy of yourself and they will be less of a disappointment. <laughs> it's true. I bet, like, Django was probably, like, really happy with how Boba was progressing. Until he fell into the Salak pit, probably. Yeah, but Django was super dead, so he didn't care about that. Yeah, That's but true. you know Force Ghost Django is just, like, standing off to the side of that scene, shaking his head and clicking his tongue. <laughs> I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> you had so much potential. Yeah, sounds right. Wait, what is this Skype message? What is this? Okay, well, Meg is looking at Skype messages. <laughs> it's from me! Here is, here is a spoiler warning for the rest of this episode. We're talking about Count Dooku and... We're going to be focusing a lot on that audio drama that came out last month called Dooku Jedi Lost, and we're talking about it from start to finish. So if you haven't listened to it or don't want to be spoiled for it, uh, bye. Okay, they're gone. See ya. Okay, and now Meg and Heath are literally just having a conversation in the chat. (laughs) Does this mean I have to leave the podcast? Because I did not listen to it at all. No, you don't care. Like I said, only if you don't want to be spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I don't care. (laughs) So welcome to... The Count Dooku episode. It had to happen eventually. The long, the long rumored, much fabled. So Dooku comes from the Japanese word doku, which means poison. So that's interesting. And and maybe our <laughs> oh, resident no, Japanese her. expert can confirm that. Is it interesting? <laughs> Meg's Meg's gone. Am I the Japanese expert? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I see. I watched is an it, anime Am I pronouncing once. it right at least? Is it Doku? Doku, yeah. Yeah, okay. So so that was a thing. But also in Portuguese, Doku means from the ass of or of the ass. <laughs> so they actually, I don't, I'm not sure how this is pronounced differently from the Japanese Doku, but they actually in the Brazilian dub of the movie, they changed Doku's name to Doku so that his name is literally Count of the Ass. So I knew I wanted to learn Portuguese for a reason, and this is why. This is not why, but I did want to learn Portuguese. This is why. This one tidbit of info is exactly why. That's so weird. Why did they do that? Um, Probably because Dooku is of the ass. (laughs) 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 This is a great episode already. (laughs) <laughs> this is exactly what I should have expected. I feel sad so, for everyone who left because of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be back. It, it just takes six hours to listen to the audio drama. Oh, okay. So Count, Count Ass has been around for a while. He's always kind of been this like mysterious character because we don't know no. much about his backstory. No. We just know that suddenly he's like this major figure in the Clone Wars and in Attack on the Clones. And then just a couple of weeks ago, we got lots of brand new story about him and from the audio drama. So first of all, who, who raise your hand if you <laughs> did listen to Jedi Lost? Because I know it's me and who else? Okay, so Saf has her hand up. Heath doesn't have his hand up. And Meg's connection is bad, so I'm not sure whether Meg has her hand up or not. Meg absolutely does not have her hand up. Okay, right. <laughs> so Danny and Saf, what did we think of the story overall? It was all right, I guess. It was a story. It was a story. <laughs> it felt weirdly paced. Uh, I loved the brief while that we had Rail in it because he sounded like a cowboy and I love him now. Um, yeah, it felt like it was very sparse and weirdly paced and didn't really tell much of an actual story about Dooku. Yeah, it, it didn't feel so much of the story. It's more like vignettes from the life of, it almost felt like. Yeah. I mean, that's really... literally what it was because it was a Sasha yeah. Ventures reading, reading his journal for the most part. Like, reading his diary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, uh, is that, that actually the plot? I don't actually know the plot of... Yeah, it's basically yeah, Asajj so the, the is The framing like, device... Yeah, go ahead, Saf. Asajj is like tasked to do a mission for Dooku. And so it's basically her trying to track a person down. I don't know why I'm not doing spoilers, but saying spoilers. She's, tr- she's trying to tra- track his sister down. And by doing that, she's listening to the old messages he used to send to his sister. And also reading his diary. <laughs> <laughs> That's the framing device they went for when they were like, we're going to do an audio drama. It's going to be Asash reading his diary. Oh, no. Meg, do you want to go listen to it now? It's still $22 and that's not going to happen. But like, when it drops under 10 I will. Yeah. Um, another element of Asaja's story was that there was her old Jedi Master, like, making fun of her behind her back for the entire time. Yeah, she could hear weird. him. He was like a ghost, what? but he wasn't actually a ghost. He was just in her head. It was just in her brain. I see where they got to this when they were like, we're going to make an audio-based thing. But I also feel like, I don't want to be mean to anybody, but I also feel like the guy who wrote it didn't do any research on what audio dramas actually do. I was going to say, can you, like, because you're definitely the most experienced, like, audio drama creator the only experienced audio drama creator that we have here <laughs> like like from like from a audio drama lens like what was weird about this and what was you know within the format of what you usually see so does that okay. make sense what i'm asking yeah it does um i yeah i listen to a lot of audio dramas i've also written for one and i don't think it's out yet um 
And this was... Uh, you could tell that they're coming from a publishing, like, book publishing perspective with it, and that the guy who wrote it has written books. Because uh, it has, like, the narration kind of framing. But the problem is that often there's, there's no reason for it to be an audio drama instead of just a book. Uh, they don't really take advantage of the fact it's audio. And when they do, it's not super well done. The sound effects and everything aren't super exciting, and they don't tend to explain what's happening well with the sounds or with the characters in it. Uh, there were a lot of times I was listening to it, and I was like, this narration is unnecessary. One of the characters within it could just be saying these things, or, like, in some way be explaining it through sound, right? Um, it, it kind of felt unnecessary for this entire thing to be a book. It kind of felt like, or to be an audio drama, it kind of felt like it was trying to push the envelope of what an audiobook could be without actually, like, taking advantage of that. Um... And because of that, it does feel quite sparse. It doesn't feel super connected. It doesn't tell a super in-depth story because maybe they just didn't know how to. Maybe they thought they were telling an in-depth story. And, like, to be fair, I think it was, like, I had fun with it. And I want it to be successful so that they do more stuff like this and grow from this. But on the whole, I think the framing device was weird. The stories they told were kind of weird. And they really needed a more diverse cast because everyone sounded the same except for Rail and Qui-Gon and it was very hard for me to tell when Dooku was talking half of the time. Yeah, I, and it's especially because Dooku has such a distinctive voice, right? And it was mm-hmm. re- the the voice actor for this audio drama didn't really seem to be imitating that at all, which like is fine, I guess, but um yeah, I, that was my number one takeaway was that I, half the time I could not tell who was talking because they all sounded so similar. Even the woman sounded similar. Like, that's one of the things yeah. in audio dramas is a lot of the ones I really love have really distinctive voices. All of the characters sound, like, very distinct. When they're talking, you can tell who it is. And the audio dramas that kind of fail more don't do that. They don't make an effort to do that. And it felt like this didn't make enough of an effort. Like, the woman, there were, like, three women who sound the same, and I couldn't tell which one was which whenever they were talking until someone said one of their names. And then you would have, like, three dudes in the same room and they would all sound the same <laughs> like slightly <laughs> pompous british dude and i was like i don't know which one is talking right now um and so i hope if they do another one of these they do make more of an effort to distinguish the characters uh by voice because again this is only audio we don't ha- this isn't a book you have to make things very clear through what people are hearing mm-hmm. anyways i'm done i'm done on my audio drama rampage it's fine Hire staff no, to write audio dramas for Star Wars. Please 2K19. hire me to yeah, do that, that. please. <laughs> do that. Um, so, so criticisms aside, like I, I agree with the the voices being hard to understand, and the 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 <laughs> framing device was odd. Um, but I did really like the you know what it did add to the lore, and I think it did add a lot to like from a lore perspective, it added a lot to our understanding of the Jedi Academy and kind of how things function there, and and it was kind of fun to see the different scenes from Dooku's life. So let's kind of run through some of the highlights here. Uh, one of the highlights was that Cypher Diaz was in it. Yes. Just that. Um. <laughs> the fact he's there is enough. <laughs> Look, I've waited so long. No, no, for... no. It's great. Like, Cypher Diaz is like the prequel Broke Vessery. <laughs> he is. He's my he's my prequel Broke Vessery, and I love him so much. And I'm so, so glad they finally gave me some Cypher Diaz content. <laughs> Well, and if anyone came away from this audio drama not shipping Dooku and Sifo-Dyas, I'm not sure what they were listening to, yeah, quite what, what are you doing, honestly? Like, they're very clearly in love. Yeah. Early so, Sifo-Dyas so, is very clearly in love with Dooku. So our earliest knowledge of, like, Dooku's story is that he's at the Jedi Academy, and it's basically Hogwarts. Um, there are a bunch of Padawan, or I guess they're not Padawans, they're younglings, like, going around to their different classes and studying with their masters. And so we see Dooku, who's a youngling in the temple, and his his buddy slash future love, 
Sifo-Dyas, um, and they kind of establish right away that they're quote-unquote close friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of close friends in the Jedi Order. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it. Um, but but th- we start with this uh, mission that they go on with Yoda, of course, and then uh, Eula Braylon, who I guess is a person. I this I consulted Wikipedia on some of this. Uh, and then my personal hero, Master Sanube, who is the dinosaur Jedi Master what? Um, from the Clone Wars. Kara Sanube. Tara Sanube. He's like a super old man, and, and Ahsoka loses her lightsaber, and he helps her find it. And yeah, he's, he's just... got the white lightsaber. I love him. He's he's the hero of the Jedi Order, absolutely. And he's just such a kindly old gentleman in this uh, story as well. So shout out to Master Sinube. <laughs> Thank you, Jedi Lost, for actually giving us some content on the characters we love. <laughs> the random <laughs> background characters. <laughs> it, was, it was good for, like, yeah, random background Clone Wars characters. Um, so, so they go to a planet called Sereno, where Dooku learns that he was is actually a member of the ruling family. Um, but he was abandoned by his dad when his dad learned that he was force sensitive because his dad was like, ew, creepy. And so he just left him outside and called Yoda to come pick him up. He, like naked. He was like a naked baby. <laughs> he just put him outside with yep. no clothes on. It was like, hey, Yoda, what? I got a baby here for you. Yeah. And you know, Yoda, Yoda was like, mm, I love babies. <laughs> <laughs> babies I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not really Yikes. explained why Dooku's dad was so mad about a Force-sensitive baby. It was, he just didn't want it. He just he's, added, he's added to the bad dad list. <laughs> yeah, he is just, a bad yeah. dad. He's just like Force-sist? I guess, I like yeah. That. I don't know, there's no real like explanation of why... Is he just uh, like afraid of witchcraft? He's like a Dursley? I don't know. Like, Sereno could have had some... There could have been some explanation on why Sereno was iffy about Force-users, but that never really happened. I was expecting it, and it never came. <laughs> And also, like, just to add to the long, long list of the Jedi Council making good decisions, like, why would you bring Dooku on this mission in the first place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the planet where you were abandoned by your terrible father, but we're not going to tell you any of this, and if you just might happen to bump into these people, and we'll see how that Don't plays worry. out. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it's fine. Like, there's no way he's going to run into his family who rule this planet. Right. Uh, <laughs> the seems... So anyways, while he's stumbling around, he bumps into his sister, Jenza, who is going to become a very important person in his life, um, because of course. So just keep her in the back of your head. Yeah. She also likes Other stuff to yell, happens. she likes to yell, Dooku, a lot. <laughs> That's so true, she does it a lot, doesn't she? <laughs> Dooku! That That's how I can usually tell it's hers, because she's going, Dooku! Dooku. <laughs> we never learn Count Dooku's first name, by the way. It's no, still just Dooku. <laughs> they all called him Dooku, except for Sifo Dyas, who calls him Do. Are you serious? Wait, is, maybe his name is just Dooku, and he doesn't Wait, have a last name. God. Wait, no, no, no. Rewind. Do. <laughs> yeah, Sifo calls him Do. hate it. He says, the first hey there, time- Do. And Dooku's like, I told you I don't like to be called that. And Sifo Dyas is like, okay, Do. As, that as is not a do. cute pet name. <laughs> Yeah. I think the first time he said it, I was just, like, in what? so much shock, I had to rewind <laughs> a couple times. Yikes. So anyways, back at Hogwarts, Dooku and Sifo spend their nights under the invisibility cloak, sneaking around the restricted section and trying to figure out what Sith artifacts the three-headed dog is guarding. Mm-hmm. And and there's one Jedi Master named Lena Kastana who Dooku really wants to impress, because she's obsessed with Sith artifacts, just like he is. Um, 
And so they do they do this like when the masters pick their padawans, they do this like tournament where the all the younglings like show off their Jedi skills, and then it's basically like a schoolyard pick 'em where the masters like each select their their Jedi padawan. And so that gives me flashbacks to being the last person picked for sports games in gym class <laughs> yeah, all the time. That's which, a big mood. <laughs> again, Jedi Jedi Council making really smart decisions there. Oh yeah, and there's like a bit where uh, Dooku, Sifo, and Dooku obviously get picked to fight each other, and Dooku could easily beat Sifo, but instead he gives him his lightsaber, and they keep fighting, and they both finish the battle together instead of killing each other. It's a very beautiful moment because they're just friends. They're not they're friends. just friends. They are not just friends. They're two um, friends chilling in a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay. No, they are exactly. not. <laughs> they are not. They are sitting next to each other in the hot tub. <laughs> or they are sitting across from each other five feet apart, but they have their legs extended. And so like their ankles are on like each other's laps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> instead of getting selected by Lena Castano like he wanted... I think I think she picks Sifo-Dyas, right? Yeah, she picks Sifo. Oh, yeah, no. He, Which could set up. It could set up some kind of yep. like rivalry yep. kind of like uh, antagonism thing. It doesn't. There's nothing there. There's nothing oh. about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but then, of course, Dooku gets selected by the world's least fun Jedi Master Yoda instead. And this audio drama is probably the worst portrayal or like yoda's worst portrayal no i'm saying that wrong it it gives yoda the least amount of justice basically it shows that yoda's a bad dude yeah it oh. doesn't it doesn't try to be nice to yoda it doesn't really explain the reasons that he's doing things um <laughs> yoda is just an ass to yoda is not thing. an ass like yoda is old and <laughs> mysterious and can kind of come off pretty you know like uh you know, he's if you don't, if you don't understand what he's doing, he comes off like a dick, right? But he's doing it for it's, good reasons. This doesn't really cover that. He just seems like a dick. When Yoda first picks Dooku, they like go off to a meditation chamber together, and Yoda just like sits down and doesn't say a word and starts meditating. And Dooku's like, "So I, I know that we like don't see eye to eye necessarily, but, but we're gonna figure this out, and I'm, I'm looking forward to working with you." And Yoda just sits there and doesn't say anything. And Dooku's like, no, for real. Like, I want to, I want to figure, I want to be a really good Padawan and I want to work with you. And Yoda doesn't say anything. And Dooku's just like, uh, okay. And he just like quietly, awkwardly backs up and walks out of the room. And this happens for like days on end. Right. <laughs> this is like the first year of their relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's just Yoda not explaining anything to Dooku. And then eventually Dooku kind of like gets mad about it and he tries to lift the Jedi, the, the forest tree or whatever it is, the big tree in the gardens. Um, he tries to lift it out of the ground. Well, I'm like, Dooku, that's a bad idea. This tree needs For, like, to attention? <laughs> yeah, for, like, attention to prove to Yoda that he's good enough, right? Oh, and then he does buddy. that. And then he gives up and, like, he's collapsed, collapsed because he can't do it. And then Yoda's like, good, you've learned how to not be arrogant or something. And I'm like, Yoda, this didn't teach him what? anything. <laughs> that is not the lesson. Yoda, you're pushing this kid close to the dark side. You could have said something. Nope. To be fair, at this point, Yoda's only like 750 years old, so he still has a lot of learning to do himself. Yeah, yeah, what an arrogant young. young man. <laughs> <laughs> Just Yoda. like Dooku. Yes. He's still young, sexy Yoda at this point. Oh, yeah. Smooth Yoda. Got some some hair. Um, Yoda. So fun story about Yoda in this audiobook is um, I listen to like audio dramas and audiobooks in the shower a lot, um, and I got called out by my flatmate on Twitter for hearing Yoda's voice while I was in the shower. <laughs> So thanks, Dooku. Jedi lost for that. Thanks. I mean, listen. What I really should have been called out on is when Rail's voice happened and I burst into, like, 
very extreme laughter because <laughs> I wasn't expecting <laughs> your it. Your cowboy, your cowboy it's Jedi. Such a cowboy. It was so unexpected. I was like, I heard the name Rail, and I was like, Oh, Rail! And then he started speaking. I just lost it. We know how you feel about cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Rail is not a cowboy name. He's- it's not. When I said it in the book, because I'd been reading Master Apprentice at the same time, right? So I knew what his name looked like. But when they said it in this, I was like, yes, rail, like a rail gun. For some reason, that's what my brain did. Oh and God. then he started talking. I was like, oh, no, rail, like rail Avaros. <laughs> I don't know. I play too much Halo. Yeah. I was like, like, ra- like railroad? <laughs> like a rail gun's what I went for first, not a railroad or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a normal thing. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so many scenes pass. Dooku goes on a mission with Sifo Dias and Kastana, who... Oh yeah, we, we mentioned that. And it's a whole thing. Um, Dooku gets captured, and he uses Force Lightning for the first time <gasps> to get out of being captured. Hmm. Just yeah, that easily? Yeah, and like, Kastana's like, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Force Lightning is fine, uh, you're fine, everything is fine. I don't it's trust totally fine. her. Um... So they t- he goes back to Sereno. He finds out that his mom died, and his sister Jenza like emails him and is like, "Hey, can you come to the funeral?" And <laughs> what the fuck and the Jedi fuck? Council's like, "No, no attachments." And Dooku is like, "What the hell? You took me to this planet when I was five. Like, why can't I go back for my funeral?" And eventually they let him. Um, but all that really happens is that his dad yells at him some more. So and he also knocks over his mom's He knocks over his mom's casket, and everybody <gasps> comes out, and everyone gets mad at him. Oh yeah, that happens. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no! Hashtag just funeral things. Also, like quickly going back to the previous thing on the mission, uh, Sifo-Dyas is getting like real intense like visions of the future, uh, and so he's kind of like losing his mind a little bit now because he keeps seeing the future, and the Jedi Council will not like take that seriously. Yikes. Yes, thank thank you for keeping us apprised of the Sifo-Dyas happening. I just gotta keep. Well, I feel like that's important for Sy- yeah. Sifo and Dooku's relationship, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, the only other th- important thing about when he's a Padawan is that Kastana like tells Dooku about a made-up Sith of the curved hilt lightsaber, and Dooku's so obsessed with her that he's like, "Great, I have to have a curved hilt lightsaber," and that is the origin story of why Dooku has a curved hilt lightsaber. Yep, he wow. is very clearly in love with Kastana, and it's very gross. It's like, dude, please chill. You have Sifo right there. <laughs> So anyway, time passes, and Dooku continues to be the golden boy of the Jedi Order. Um, and eventually he becomes a Jedi Master, and he takes on Rail Avaros as his Padawan. And we don't see much of that, because we flash forward to the point where Qui-Gon Jinn, um, who I will say his voice actor sounds exactly like the actor, so well done there. It's weird, because like he kind of sounds like a younger version, but at the same time, like no 14-year-old sounds that wise. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He was, he was a 14-year-old that sounded like 40-year-old Qui-Gon yeah. <laughs> It was a little bit distressing. <laughs> like, you would say something, I'm like, calm down, kid. Calm down. He can't, Seth. It's uh, the living force. He doesn't even get into the living force until later in his life. So, so Dooku takes Qui-Gon, and it's a big deal because, like, Dooku doesn't usually take Padawan. Except he took Rail Avaros as a Padawan. Um, so I guess it's not quite a, that big of a deal, but it still is a big deal. Uh... And also, Rail Avaros is the one that introduces Dooku to Palpatine, so good going, Avaros. Oh, that no. Was great. Thanks, Rail. No. Thanks, Rail. No. Um, but Dooku is, like, having some frustrations with the Jedi Order, specifically when things on Sereno go to shit, and uh, Dooku's like, hey, we could, like, take the Jedi Order and, and make things better over here on this planet, and the Jedi Order is like, nah, bro. And so Dooku is like, well, forget this. I'm the rightful Count of Sereno. Oh, his his terrible dad died, I think, at this point. No, okay. he's not the rightful, the rightful Count of Sereno yet. He is not. But it's still his family planet, and his sister is in trouble. Okay. I am I am a rightful heir of the Count of Sereno. 
And maybe I can actually make a difference doing that instead of this Jedi thing. And so he stops being a Jedi. What? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he does become the rightful heir because he kills his brother, who was the rightful right. heir. Oh, So he becomes okay. the Count. Yeah, he goes there. He basically... Oh, that's right. Bit- his dad dies yeah. and his brother becomes the Count and his brother is, like, terrible. Yeah, his brother's terrible and sided with pirates and now the pirates taking over and blah, blah, blah. And so he goes to Sereno with uh, Kostana and Sifo to help. And Sifo spends the entire time in, like, some kind of, like... He's having visions, and he's just saying, Dooku, 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 because he sees a crowd <laughs> chanting that, and he's just doing that the entire time. He's, like, on his knees, just screaming Dooku. Um, Kastana is, like, freaking out because there's suddenly yes, a dragon. Yes, is just on his knees screaming Dooku. Yeah. There's suddenly what? a dragon now, so Kastana's dealing with that. Jenza is going, Dooku, and Dooku flies up to a thing and kills his brother. Um, and then he's like, I am now the Count of Sereno, and then he leaves the Jedi. Yeah. What this book is a lot. the fuck is happening? <laughs> I think he also kills the dragon at the end. I don't know. Steph, I'm really glad you listened to this too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? So that's where the title comes from because he's a lost Jedi. Do you get it? Okay, I get it. Uh... I get it. Um, And he becomes one of the lost 20, which we saw their their busts in Attack of the Clones in the library. What does that that mean? Hmm. They're the ones, the the 20 that walked away from the Order. There's 20 Jedi Masters that have walked away from the Order over, I don't know how many years. There's only been 20? Damn. Yeah. yeah well, that all... they know of. That they'll advertise. <laughs> Pretty good retention. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think all the others just die. The Lost 20 is such a weird concept to me, because, like, why do they create busts of these 20 and, like, honor them in the library? Because they followed the Force, even if the Force... I don't know. They, they were part of the Order. Like, I mean, at the end of this, like, Dooku's like, I will give my lightsaber back, and Yoda's like, no, you can keep it, because it's the weapon of a Jedi, and that's what you are. And I'm like, mm, Yoda, just you wait a few years. He's not gonna, he's not gonna be just one of those. Just you wait. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, I also- you're gonna regret those curved hilts. I feel like the book title is also, like, referring to Asajj, because- uh, she she had her Jedi Master Kai or whatever who on Red Attack who saved her, uh, and then he died. And instead of becoming a Jedi, she got picked up by Dooku and became whatever she is now. And so she was a lost Jedi. I don't know. I feel like the book was trying to be smart there, and I got confused a lot. Yeah, but she doesn't get a bust in the library. No, because she was never. They didn't know that Kai had a Padawan for whatever reason. He didn't tell the <laughs> Jedi Order. So when she when he died, nobody knew she was there. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So Dooku kind of goes off the radar and becomes the Count of Sereno and lives happily ever after the end. Mm-hmm. Except, actually, the whole time he was secretly working with Darth Sidious. What a shocker. You're, you're all supposed to go, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? So, <laughs> no, Darth Sidious is Palpatine. He's the Phantom right. Menace? He's the Phantom Menace, yeah. Wow. Right, he's the so everyone thought that Dooku was like secretly working on making a new Jedi Order because he is better at being a Jedi than all the actual Jedi. But instead, he decided to become a Sith Apprentice because, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, probably because Sheev offered him riches and a hand in creating a new order or something. I don't know. Probably because Sheev also like offered to give Sereno stuff or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he probably had offered like Sereno a high place in his new empire. Or like... Something way more stupid. <laughs> wow, make us very little faith in this. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's definitely something a lot stupider. <laughs> something more stupid. like A ad- new diary. Right, or like advice on how to like talk to women so he can like finally get 
<laughs> a Sith girlfriend. So I can finally talk to a woman that's not just his sister. Yeah. Or like a Jedi master yeah, who's training his best with. friend. Yeah. <laughs> a weirdly Sith obsessed Jedi master. Yeah. Yikes. He's basically like caretaker of his friend at that point because Sifo-Dyas is like not in a good place. He's he's not doing great with all these visions and the Jedi Council just isn't really doing anything to Honey, help him. They're just okay. letting this happen. Oh no. Yeah. Sifo-Dyas kind of like really is not great um i think when we see him in the clone wars i can't remember if you actually see him or if it's like a fake it's been a while since i've watched it um he's not it's, great um it's what's his face valorum it's valorum's aide who went with him when he went to oh. create the clone or like i thought you saw it yeah. saw actually saw Sifo-Dyas. um I remember his maybe face. we saw a vision of him at some point yeah it might have been a vision um but like in in the vision that you see of him whatever he's he's not great <laughs> he's not doing yeah, good. he's not doing well oh, buddy. yeah yeah, he's quite tragic, which is probably why I love him so probably much. Probably sounds right. <laughs> so so all this time, Dooku's like secretly running around the galaxy trying to trick people into joining his cult of separatists. Um, and at some point he sees how feeble uh, sifo Dias is. So after, probably after a very exciting time under the covers, um, he <laughs> quietly suggests the idea of a clone army to sifo Dias. <laughs> you know, just regular pillow talk. I think also Sifo-Dyas is, like, seeing the future of, like, the Empire and knows something bad is happening, but doesn't know how to fix it. Yeah. And so Dooku is like, Sifo-Dyas, here's how you can fix it. Go to Kamino and order one million clones to become our new army. (laughs) Buddy. Which he then goes to do. Sifo-Dyas does that, and because Dooku has no chill, he promptly has Sifo-Dyas killed by the Pike Syndicate. Tragic love story, the end. (gasps) Yeah. What? He doesn't even give, like, Cypher the dignity of killing him himself or something, right? Dooku! Like, well, he he knew that he would freeze up in the moment if he had to do it himself, so he sent the pikes after no. him. Ugh, Still, if you can't do it yourself, then don't do it. Come on, Dooku. Let Cypher... Cypher is, like, half stuck in seeing the future. It's fine. Just let him run around. <laughs> let him do like, what he wants. <laughs> he... Dooku, you owed him. You owed him and to I imagine, die by his hand. I imagine either Kastana has, like, died or Dooku has to get her killed as well because she would have been looking after Sifo-Dyas to make sure he doesn't do something like this. So I imagine Dooku also killed, like, the other person he was in love with. Great. Or got someone else to kill her for him. Perfect. Dooku's great. He's a good guy. Man, kill your own loved ones. That's really the moral of the story. <laughs> at least at least Anakin does that, Okay. <laughs> Right, like, don't be such a coward that you can't murder your At own loved ones. At least Kylo Ren can kill his own loved ones. Come on, Dooku, you're being yeah. <laughs> outshone you're... by Kylo Ren. You're more. You heard it here first. Kylo, Kylo, Ren. Kylo Ren's redeeming quality is that he can kill his own loved ones. <laughs> Better than sending the Pike Syndicate after them. Okay. Yikes. Somewhere during all this, Dooku recruits Asajj Ventress to be his assassin apprentice, and she is three million times cooler than he is. So cool. And she also reads his diary. And she also reads his diary. Well, yeah, because Duke is a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Um, eventually, after, like, scheming for a while, the Phantom Menace happens, and How and is this Dooku... not over yet? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot happening with Duku, okay? We're, we're talking about his whole life here, Heath. Okay, okay. Robert okay. Caro would write, like, 5,000 pages about this. <laughs> Thanks, Robert Caro. <clears throat> Um, so he finally announces the Separatists by, like, commandeering a holonet station, and basically makes a big, like, ordeal about it. 
going on about how the Republic sucks, and uh, basically he's, like, trying to sell it to the Outer Rim Worlds because the Republic was ignoring them anyways, and that was the birth of the Separatist Order. See, um, in theory, I like the idea of the Separatists because they're basically, like, unions of the world. But the problem is that these Separatists were started by a couple Sith, and were not actually trying to help the people in the Outer Rim, and I hate that. Because in... If the Separatists were, like, actually just coming from the Outer Rim wanting to, like, be free from the Republic so they can look after themselves, I'd be like, heck yeah, go for it. But I can't. I can't because Dooku ruined it. And I'm mad about yeah, that. Yeah, this is, this is a good time to pose the question, were the Separatists right? The real like, Separatists... Like, Insidious aside, were the Separatists right? The real Separatists... Like, I'm sure, like, the people who support the Separatists on the world, like, the working class people, were right. Yeah. The people who were uh, manipulating that were not... Like, I don't trust the banking clans or the techno union or whatever. They're all, like, they they own the means of production. Yes. So yes and no, uh, Danny, to answer your question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the audio drama wasn't the only Dooku content we've received recently from the great Star Wars storytelling beings on high. You may not know, but I recently read a comic. Whoa, you actually read a comic? I read a comic, and the comic was entitled Age of the Republic, Count Dooku. Oh, one of the Age of the Republic ones, right. And it was a story about Count Dooku. Wow. <laughs> so, spoilers so for Dooku Age of Republic. <laughs> We're just getting a veritable feast this of is a, Dooku This content. is a Dooku renaissance. <laughs> a feast of Dooku. Yuck. So, spoilers for Age of Republic, Count Dooku in this next bullet point. <laughs> so, Dooku goes to Solace. Uh, because he wants to recruit Solus to join the Separatists, uh, which, first of all, is exciting because it's Solus. always great to see Solustans. But the important part here is that there's a Jedi Knight there trying to, like, ward him off, I guess. Um, but the Jedi Knight in this comic is literally just a tiger. Wait, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that, oh, that's that tiger! Yeah. Like, just straight up a tiger. <laughs> Are there photos of this? Yeah, let's see if we can find Danny posted here. one. It was so funny. Oh my god, I need to see this tiger like, Just a tiger. <laughs> what? Like, is it wearing clothes? I don't remember. But, like, it's it's really a tiger. Oh my god. Because in my brain, I was like, yeah, like the tiger girl from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> but right. that's not the same thing. Right. Oh my god, that is literally just a tiger man. <laughs> it's a tiger man wearing Jedi robes. <laughs> He's got, like, normal hands, though. I don't like that. <laughs> like tiger head people hands yeah that's at least give him some like like learn from like, pause at, at least like see what the furries are doing right what they're at because he'd have like tufts of fur and stuff on his hands and like little claws and stuff and he they didn't do that study the furries if you're gonna draw a furry <laughs> we have so I, much good advice for people on this episode i have some really strong feelings this episode apparently i didn't realize i had this many about dooku study the furries um, so anyways, I, I strongly encourage everyone to go find Age of Republic Count Dooku. It's it's uh, only two bucks on Amazon and definitely worth the read for the, the Tiger Jedi. <laughs> so Dooku basically just becomes like this really meddlesome political figure. He shows up on a lot of planets and like creates discord on and, and I don't mean like a, a discussion app, like <laughs> discord, like chaos on lots of various planets like Ryloth and Kashyyyk and Onderon, um, basically trying to create chaos so that the planets will be like, shoot, we are in trouble, and then the Separatists come in and be like, we will help you, and then the Separatists are have another planet on their team, because it's like a big game. Um, it's like chess. No, it's like Monopoly. It's like Monopoly. <laughs> 
At one point, Dooku tries to lure Tarkin to... This- oh, yeah, this is a funny point. So he tries to lure Tarkin to join the Separatists, because Tarkin's, like, this really brilliant military leader. But Tarkin is like, no, I will stay loyal to the Republic, uh, because I am loyal to the Republic. Which is good for Tarkin, because she was actually testing Tarkin the whole time via Dooku. Wow, that's <laughs> To see if he would stay loyal to the Republic. So this was how Tarkin proved that he is loyal, and therefore how he became a, a pawn in Sheev's game isn't this like a rule in relationships is you're not meant to test the other person like that with like brain games mind games that's the word well um, i mean you know me i always go to darth sidious for my <laughs> relationship advice <laughs> yeah i definitely follow the emperor's uh example when it comes to relationships Blech. i mean he kept vader around for long enough that's impressive Dooku then makes, like, a really questionable decision because he convinces Nuke Gunray to join, but Nuke Gunray says we'll only join if you successfully assassinate Queen Amidala, which, by the way, he does not successfully do, but Nuke Gunray joins anyways, along with the banking clan and the Commerce Guild, and don't forget the Techno Union. Never forget but the Techno I Union. I hate the Techno Union because they're not a union. I hate this. <laughs> also, you can tell the you're the good guys. Union. You can tell you're the good guys when you've got the, the banking clan and the Commerce Guild as you're like council and the techno union and the techno union the thing about all this is though when dooku's like dooku's made a lot of connections across the galaxy at this point but he's like hmm who should i have assassinate queen amidala i know i'll get that guy who was the template for the million clone army that we don't want the republic to find out about (laughs) smart super Smart. smart So anyways, then Attack of the Clones happens. It's and I'm going to have him do it is... with a dart that gets traced exactly to the cloning <laughs> A Camino dart, right? So the Clone Wars happens. And we, we could be here for like another year yada, if yada, we wanted yada. to go through all of Count Dooku's content in the Clone Wars. But we'll save that for another thrilling episode. Um, but we're going to flash forward to the end of the Clone Wars. And do you all remember how Count Dooku died? Yeah. Yeah, in his sleep. He lost um, his sleep. Pajama Dooku. <laughs> yeah, it's Pajama Dooku. <laughs> he could achieve no higher forms, so that's when he just ceased existing. That is not what happened. <laughs> Heath, we watched a very different Revenge of the Sith. Heath, have you seen Revenge of the Sith? <laughs> Don't know her. Well, fear not, because I'm going to read to you from the Revenge of the Sith novelization. Great. Great. Um, I need someone to play Palpatine, and I need someone to play Dooku. I'll be Palpatine. I don't want to be Dooku. Oh, and someone to be Anakin, too. I'll be Anakin. Oh, damn, I want okay. to be Anakin. No, guess fine. what, Heath? I guess I'm Dooku. <laughs> okay. The man, of, man of the hour. <laughs> this is a long, dramatic reading, because there's a lot of narration that I didn't copy into here, but if you are unaware, the Revenge of the Sith novelization is a beautiful masterpiece, and so we're just going to enjoy some story time with Matthew Stover. Thank you, Stover. In that pristine clarity, there is only one thing Anakin must do. Decide. So he does. He decides to win. He decides that Dooku should lose the same hand he took. Decision is reality here. His blade moves simultaneously with his will and blue fire vaporizes black Corellian nanosilk and disintegrates flesh and shears bone and away falls a Sith Lord's lightsaber hand, trailing smoke that tastes of charred meat and burned hair. The hand falls with a bar of scarlet blaze still extending from its spastic death grip, and Anakin's heart sings for the fall of that red blade. He reaches out, and the Force catches it for him, and then Anakin takes Dooku's other hand as well. Dooku crumples to his knees, face blank, mouth slack, 
and his weapon whirs through the air to the victor's hand, and Anakin finds his vision of the future happening before his eyes, two blades at Count Dooku's throat. But here, now, the truth belies the dream. Both lightsabers are in his hands, and the one in his hand, of flesh, flares with the synthetic bloodshine of a Sith blade. Dooku, cringing, shrinking with dread, still finds some hope in his heart that he is wrong, that Palpatine has not betrayed him, that this has all been proceeding according to his plan, until he hears... Good, Dooku. Good. I knew you could do it. <laughs> okay, but you have to read what? the correct line this time. <laughs> oh, Anakin. I didn't know. I, <laughs> I mean, he knew Dooku could fail. <laughs> Good job, dying, bro. You got this. <laughs> okay, okay, I got this this time. Good, Anakin. Good. I knew you could do it. <laughs> And registers this is Palpatine's voice, and feels within the darkest depths of all he is the approach of the words that are about to come next. Kill him! Palpatine says. Kill him now! In Skywalker's eyes, he sees only flames. Chancellor, please! He gasps, desperate and helpless, his aristocratic demeanor invisible, his courage only a bitter memory. He is reduced to begging for his life, as so many of his victims have. Please, you promised me immunity. We had a deal. Help me and his begging gains him a share of mercy equal to that which he has dispensed. A deal only if you released me, Palpatine replies, cold as intergalactic space. Not if you used me as bait to kill my friends. And he knows, then, that all has indeed been going according to plan. Sidious's plan, not his own. This had been a Jedi trap indeed, but Jedi were not the quarry. They were the bait. Anakin, Palpatine says quietly. Finish him. Years of Jedi training make Anakin hesitate. He looks down upon Dooku and sees not a Lord of the Sith, but a beaten, broken, cringing old man. I shouldn't. But when Palpatine barks... Do it! Now! Anakin realizes that this isn't actually an order. That it is, in fact, nothing more than what he's been waiting for his whole life. Permission. And Dooku, as he looks up into the eyes of Anakin Skywalker for the final time, Count Dooku knows that he has been deceived not just today, but for many, many years. That he has never been the true apprentice. That he has never been the heir to the power of the Sith. He has been only a tool. His whole life, all his victories, all his struggles, all his heritage, all his principles and his sacrifices, everything he's done, everything he owns, everything he's been, all his dreams and grand vision for the future Empire and the army of the Sith, have been only a pathetic sham, because all of them, all of him, add up only to this. He has existed only for this. This, to be the victim of Anakin Skywalker's first cold-blooded murder. First, but not, he knows, the last. Then the blades crossed at his throat, uncrossed like scissors. Snip. And all of him becomes nothing at all. Jeez. Sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> when I first read that, I almost felt bad for Dooku for a half almost. second. Yeah, for a half second. And then I remembered reading this now that he killed his sister, so that I'm like, nah. Then you remember, <laughs> oh, it's Count Dooku. <laughs> Great. He killed He killed not only Sifo-Dyas, but also Sifo-Dyas. And that's all I care about. Oh, boy. So that's the life of Count Dooku. Mm. He's pretty much inseparable from Christopher Lee, which is why I think I struggled with the audio drama a little bit. Yeah, it is hard. Like, at least even, his, even in the Clone Wars, he's very heavily based on that. His Clone Wars portrayal is so Christopher Lee-inspired. Yeah. But anyways, sorry, what were you going to say? I was just agreeing with you. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is the legacy of Count Dooku? <laughs> um... <laughs> After this episode, I'm not sure anymore. Uh, he... The legacy of Count Dooku is that he made a very good uh, porn. Prawn? Porn. Prawn. And, uh, I said porn. He's a very oh good prawn. He's a very good prawn. Sorry, You all pawn. heard different things. <laughs> in, it's in it's like the dress game. for ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made a very good prawn in uh, Count, Count, Count Sidious's <laughs> uh, stir-fry plan. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I lost. I lost it. Uh, yeah, he was. He was great at doing what other people wanted him to do. Basically, that reminds me of a really interesting tidbit that I learned on Wikipedia that I didn't put in the show notes for some reason. But Darth Sidious, his name comes from the word Sidious, <laughs> sinister. What? No. And Darth Tyrannus comes from the word word tyrannical, which means Dinosaur. tyrannical. You know, in my brain, I always thought Darth Sidious came from Insidious because he really took over very insidiously. <laughs> I mean, that works too. Yeah, that's. I think that works as well. <laughs> that was it's, that was always my. It's assumption. not wrong. That one is not wrong. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad for once. So yeah, Saf, I agree. Especially now that we're seeing that like episode nine is Palpatine. Hmm. Like you could pretty much look at every movie and identify characters that are prawns and Palpatine's like overall plan. Yeah. And, like, Dooku is kind of the first... Well, I guess Maul before him, even. Although, he probably wanted Maul to be his apprentice longer than he was. I think I think Maul, he actually assumed, would last a bit longer. And yeah, then Anakin came around, and, and he was like, Anakin I'm showed up, and he's just like, hey, <laughs> go away. Because <laughs> I think in, like, some of the Darth Maul books, I think that's expanded upon as well. Um, I read one of them, but it wasn't about that at all. I read all of them, actually, but I don't remember any of them except for that one. Because <laughs> it has my favorite characters in it. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, but that makes sense. Like, plan 1.0 is, like, I'll use Maul to ascend to the Empire, and then after Maul dies, he's like, oh, this Anakin kid is interesting. Dooku was but just a Dooku's... bad Sith, yeah. because, like, <laughs> the idea of, like, a Sith and the Apprentice is that the Sith, like, trains the Apprentice, but also uses the Apprentice to do what they want, um, to, like, take over the world or whatever. But the Apprentice is also meant to be learning and then scheming to become the Master, like, to kill their Master to become the Master. And it was very clear that Dooku was never, like, scheming to become the ultimate Sith. He just assumed that one day, like, Palpatine would hand it over to him or something like that. I don't really know. And, like, he did not understand the ideals of the Sith. And that's why he failed in the end, because he didn't have a backup plan. He didn't have, like, oh, Palpatine may betray me one day, but I'll betray him first kind of thing, which is what I guess Maul probably had that. Anakin didn't have that either because Anakin's useless. Um, what well, was was Ventress's backup plan? I guess she was, but like not a great backup plan, considering she dies. Yeah, and she dies on the light side, no less. Like, <laughs> yeah, really <bad> right. Backup plan. <laughs> Terrible. Barely screwed that one up. Do Magor Heath have thoughts about Count Dooku? He's a messy bitch who loves drama. <laughs> <laughs> you really summed it up well. I there. mean, you're not wrong. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, there are so many spots where you almost want to feel bad for him, but then he reminds you that he's Count Dooku, and you're like, oh, never mind. So, I don't know. He's fine. It's always one of those things where I can't tell if, like, this new information makes him more interesting or less interesting than before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, after I read, after I finished the audio thing, I was like, don't know if I actually, like, care about him more or less now. Right, like, I think 
just from like what you've gone over, like some parts seem like they could be very interesting, but is that because of like the world building or because of Dooku? And those can be separate things. So I don't know. He's all he right. definitely a character in Star Wars. <laughs> Final statement. <laughs> yep. Final assessment. Yep. Dooku is definitely a character. Yep. Christopher Lee's pretty good, though. We gotta admit that, right? I mean, yeah, he's amazing yeah. all the time. But also, if I want to watch a Christopher Lee movie, like, I'll watch something else. I'll watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 So what is Count Dooku's first name? I think it's Dooku. I think he just doesn't have a last name. Because I think, isn't his, like, ruling family just Sereno or something like that? Um, I think Dooku's just his name. I think he's like me. Like, I'm just Saf. He's just Dooku. Sure. Like Prince or Cher. And if Sifo Diaz was your buddy, he'd call you Sa. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Why you gotta do this? That's not right. Should we do listener questions? Yeah. Alright. Last week we asked, which character do you want George Lucas to slap a wig on and give a different <laughs> name for Rise of Skywalker? And we and we did answer this, We did. Right? We did. We did. Yeah. Uh, Nick said they need to add a wig to Wado, leave the stubble, <laughs> and call it Yado. Why leave the stubble? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's like could, Watto's hippie brother. You <laughs> stoner hippie brother. Yeah. <laughs> this long-haired Watto. I don't like that. I don't. Brett said, "Put a wig on Jabba and call her Gianna the Hut." Oh, she sounds nice. She does sound nice. <laughs> All right. I know this isn't the right wig, but I'm like imagining Jabba wearing just like a luscious blonde curls. Yeah, so far I've imagined both wigs as blonde for some reason, even though I know we're Despite trying to think about the, the wig. <laughs> I just don't want to think about the Yaddle wig. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad wig. Uh, Tom said, Django Fett wears the Yaddle wig when he first arrives on Camino as a prank. The Caminoans kept thinking they got the hair wrong on the first thousand clones, but then he took the wig off and had a laugh. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> as revenge, they made Yada Fett. Boba Fett with the wig. What? <laughs> that sounds like a Django thing to do. That's so Django. <laughs> Mika said, Rise of Skywalker will feature the Emperor's less evil but more female twin, Galpatine. Galpatine! <laughs> That's so bad, it's oh, good. I love no. it. <laughs> You're a pal Galpatine. It's good. Uh, X-Wings in History said, I'm going to invert the question. I want a thakwash with just enough hair shaved off to make a Yaddle-sized wig. <laughs> Everyone tweets it like it's an incredibly punk undercut. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <sighs> and Odie said, Yariel Poof, put a wig on him and you're approaching Alolan executor <laughs> levels of extraness. <laughs> That's really good. That's a good Pokemon <laughs> reference. That's really good. Oh, that's why I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was They're like, really... is this like a Legends deep cut or what's going on here? Danny, Danny, look up a little in Exigidor right now. Oh, it's a giant palm tree. Yeah, with a really long neck. <laughs> yeah. Yariel Poof. Oh my yeah. god, this is Yariel Poof but a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Why have none of you jabronis told me about this before? Because <laughs> I think you jabronis. don't know about Pokemon. Danny, uh, you would love Pokemon. <laughs> now I have to read Pokemon. Danny, get Pokemon Go. Come on. You would love Pokemon. I have Pokemon, Pokemon Go. I've okay, caught good. some Pokemons. Oh, okay. Some Pokemons. 
and it kills my phone's battery so yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are a view of pokemon go everybody <laughs> it kills your battery <laughs> and this last this it wasn't a listener response but a tweet from hassan that i just had to post in here awesome commentary guys especially ash and bin hmm. <laughs> wow hmm. thanks thanks hassan and then we also I mean, got i agree the- they were the best part of that. Yeah, yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. And then we also got an email from Thomas saying, I want Snap to bring in Mr. Bones, slap a wig on him and call him Ms. Bones, because we all love Bones on this podcast. Yay, Bones. <laughs> so many Bones. <laughs> Hashtag yay, Bones. <laughs> Hashtag yay, Bones. Yay, Bones. Uh, this week, I don't know what to ask, because I don't care about Count Dooku at all. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's typing a question. I'll read Wait, it when we need to done. give bodies, glistening bodies. Oh yeah. I want to give one to Mika. <laughs> yes. Galpatine. Yes. Galpatine is Bodie worthy. Yeah. Galpatine is so good. I want to give one to Oh, sorry, I'm yawning over here. I want to give one to Odie <laughs> for the clutch Pokemon reference. Nice. Great. And <laughs> <laughs> This is a really good question. This is not a really good question. It really is, though. <laughs> What's one thing you care about less than Count Dooku? <laughs> one Star Wars cool. thing. Star Wars thing. Star Wars I'm gonna. Thing. I'm gonna really have to think about this one. <laughs> you need a week for this yeah. one. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're gonna do future yeah. episodes about that. <laughs> I'm trying to think about this one, and I just I can't. I can't. Why do I keep thinking it's a good idea to do episodes about characters that you? Don't <laughs> I don't hate Dooku. I mean, I got an excuse to talk about Cypher Diaz, so I'm happy. Saif had a great time. I'm going to do an episode about Cypher Diaz, and it's going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> That's a bad episode. <laughs> but, I mean, what, what do you have to say that we didn't cover on this one? Exactly. It's why it's going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> it's still going to it's take 10 minutes. It's just me crying. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's me it's now. You. It's outro time. Yeah. All right, answer our question on Twitter at RoguePodron, or you can email us, RoguePodron at gmail.com. Our website is RoguePodron.com, and we have a Patreon, which you should subscribe to, pledge to, I don't know how it works. Uh, give us some money, and you can join our Discord, get some rewards. It's Staff, Patreon, what? I guarantee that you know how it works. Yeah, I, shh, shh, I don't know <laughs> the right words to use, okay? Just shh. <laughs> Pledge works. Come join us. <laughs> Patreon.com slash RoguePodron, of course. And you can subscribe to us via the RoguePodron feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and Google, and probably other podcatchers. Rate and review us on iTunes. Give us some stars. Give us some love, because we love you. We have no reviews at the moment, and that's depressing, because I like having extra stuff to say. So, I'm disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just Just disappointed. disappointed. (laughs) I'm mad. Heath is mad. mad. Great. So... Next time! Oh my gosh. Next time. Alphabet Squadron. What? Yeah! Uh, Well, look at us being timely with book releases. Whoa, amazing. Yeah. We, I am so excited to- To be fair, we worked really hard to make this happen. We did, we did. I am- (laughs) We did. I am so excited to talk about Alphabet Squadron. And it's also pretty hilarious that at this point, only one of us hasn't read the book. (laughs) It's actually impressive. (laughs) I mean- I'll give and you one you. guess. Who <laughs> <laughs> could it be? To be fair, Heath and I are to sharing a review copy, so I got to read it. And first. I've not had any time with it yet, so. 
<laughs> I will read quickly. Yeah. Well, great. We're really excited. So join us next time for Alphabet Squadron. Maybe you haven't read it yet, so maybe you'll have to wait to join us. But when you finally get to listen to the episode, it'll be a great time. So with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. The worst. Why are we like this? <laughs> we know exactly why we're like this. Pew 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 p